episode of the Morning's Podcast. Josh Dobbs does it again. The Vikings win their fifth in a row. The Timberwolves are real contenders, and the Wild are bad. Here we go. I can't wait uh, to talk about sports because you want to know why? Minnesota sports are back. At least kind of. Wolves back. Vikings very back. Yeah. And who gives a fuck about anything else? I think the Wolves are are more back than they've ever been. I and don't think they... they've ever been back. <laughs> I, they've never been here, so how are they back? Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. It is. They're so, beyond. So uh, we are going to uh, give you guys an amazing episode to give you hope and and touch on some of your fears. <laughs> in let's Minnesota be sports. Honest. Let's be honest. If we're feeling good right now, just wait. give it time. <laughs> but um, before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Hey, thanks. And, uh, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up this week, right? Yeah, we do. This week. Um, so tell some family about the pod. When they start getting weird into politics and shit, just change the subject and be like, hey, you listen to podcasts? Check this one out. They're going to be like, I spent all day watching the Trump trial. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what channel they were watching it on. It's bad. Right. And then you're going to say, yeah, I think I saw um, something about that or heard something about that on the Nordy's podcast. Also on the Nordy's podcast, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then there you go. <laughs> And now you don't have to fight your uncle. And then you can use all of our takes at the dinner table, just like you have every year. Yeah. And it's made you um, the guest of honor pretty much every year. Everyone is thankful for you and your takes. Pretty much a celebrity at your own dinner. Yeah. So so good for you guys. We're thankful for you guys. And hopefully you guys enjoy uh, this episode because there's lots of fun things to talk about. But before we do that, what are we drinking here, Jim? Well, we're getting a little naughty. We are. Getting a little dirty. We are. This is S&M. My favorite. From, this <laughs> my favorite, from uh, Lupulin. So Lupulin every year the, does. The bondage box. The bondage box. And they do like a variety pack of IPAs. This one happens to be Simcoe and Mosaic, therefore S&M. Wait, did we even get the same one? Um, no, you have... I have Satana. <laughs> All right, Mosaic, I meant to grab the same one. Madu, Maduek. I don't even know. Yeah, we don't know. Well, either way, how do you like yours? Great. I great like beer. mine a lot. It's yeah. really soft and, and nice, and it's... Um, hey, everyone likes S&M in their own personal way. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's enjoy these beers. We're going to. All right, uh, so first up, what we have to talk about is the Vikings. They're the, the main story here in Minnesota. They're the, the favorite team of Minnesota, and they are red hot. This team, we had buried them... We had had a funeral for them weeks ago, and out of nowhere, this team has rattled off five in a row. Kirk Cousins tore his uh, Achilles two and a half games through this, <laughs> and we rode him off again. And then they brought in Josh Dobbs. We were not excited about Josh Dobbs. Rode him off. Rode him off again. Josh Dobbs has done nothing but look like a decent starting quarterback in the NFL. And fun and different than what we've seen. Yeah. And so putting on a show, they just keep winning games. They're imperfect, but they are solid, and it has been fun. And at this point, 
Fuck it. I think that we are a, a solid playoff team that's going to lose to a good playoff team in the first round. Yeah, and you know what? That's fun. It doesn't help us next year. No. Uh, it does the opposite. It does the opposite. But I'm actually let's like, have fun. Like I, I am worried I about that, but I was pretty bummed. Like, trying to live in the moment. When we buried the, the Vikings week three or whatever it was, um, you know, we were sort of accepting. Like, I'm, we're just going to watch it, maybe cheer for them to lose, but yeah. just enjoy the ride, whatever. This is way more fun. Five in a row. Oh, yeah. Five in this a row. This is fun, and the, and the next two games are pretty winnable games. Like, at Denver on Sunday Night Football, and then um, the next week they host the Bears. I, I, think that's, I think that's two dubs, although the Broncos maybe aren't as bad as we thought they were. They're okay. Were. The Broncos are okay. They lo- they were like one and four, and now they've won two in a row, and they're actually currently beating the Bills. They're a flawed team, but you yeah. know, which team isn't? They're okay. They're I, okay. I, I, and I, I really want to root against them because, I, number one, I don't Payton. like Russell Wilson because he's, oh, a, he's a badger, and terrible. he's Mr. Unlimited. Like unlimited. He's su- unlimited. He sucks. Don't like him. Can't stand him. Um, and then obviously Sean Payton. I just see that guy's face, and what I just a douche. woo. Yeah. Don't like him. So, so anyways, that'll be fun. Couple things here. Okay. One, Dobbs has five touchdowns in his two games. The pastor not. Let's go. And we he, like Dobbs. He literally has as many touchdowns as Zach Wilson does for the year. In two games. In two games. Do you think the Jets could have got him? They could have for a song yeah. and a dance. And would, they... I mean, here's the thing. Would Dobbs be winning games on the Jets? No. I think, yeah. You really think so? Yeah. You think, think that's the, Jets the difference? Are, the, Jets the Jets are good are... except for him? Yeah. Well, I then think... they can't even put a backup in or something. Like I don't. They don't have one. This is their backup, and he's bad. He's bad. He's really terrible. Um, But here's the deal. Dobbs, I'm enjoying it, mm-hmm. and I'm happy for him. This dude has been on every team. Oh, it's been a great. He's story. been on five teams in one year. He's played. He started games for three teams in under twelve months, which has only happened like two times or something. Yeah, like this is crazy. This dude is a journeyman, and it's really fun for him to have his moment. And he has been playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm getting Case Keenum vibes again. This is Case Keenum all over again. Okay, fine. No, that's great. So that was a fun ass year. No, it we was. Went deep. It was, but then we had just delusional Vikings fans for the next two years, being like, "We should have signed Case Keenum." And then he, and Case he Keenum, literally just... couldn't even be a good backup quarterback after that. Like, yeah, he, he was on a great team, caught lightning in a bottle, and I just hope that we don't make a mistake. We didn't make a mistake that time. Oh, of like signing, of Dobbs giving Dobbs to some, some kinda... big deal or something. Like Dobbs is like, I already feel this way. Like. I think that we're all going to give him the benefit of the doubt all year because we're we know cheer he for got him. Tr- that's why. No, but I mean, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt when it's not going well. Yeah. Because we're going to say, dude, this guy came in. He's a backup quarterback. He got traded here midseason. He's still trying to learn the offense. Like, we're going to make every one of those excuses. Sure. But I think if Josh Dobbs was our starting quarterback on third down when he scrambled short of the sticks for the fourth time in a game, we'd be like, throw the fucking ball. You know, like, yeah. I think I think his game would be really frustrating if we were in a different situation yeah i mean that's it is, he's kind of in a perfect situation yes. for him right perfect. because the team's good yes and he can play hero and everything he does is a positive anything he fucks up is there's an excuse is a neutral it, because it's like yeah and I, I hope that we're not going into next week with dobbs thinking he's going to have some great performance i expect him to suck every week yeah, and then like when too. he doesn't it's cool you know so i He's not going to make our team that much better. Um, I know we talked about it last week, but like, 
KOC and Brian Flores are putting on an absolute show. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. If we finish with even a decent record, if we make the playoffs, that's the type of coach that yes. you should go look at to reward. Yeah, for, with Coach of the Year. I agree. I think KOC is in the convo for Coach of the Year right now. I think Flores, sadly, is should be should be at the top of teams' lists for head coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is incredible. He took selfishly a brutal defense you know, and turned it into a really good defense. Like you said, I think you said this last week. Like, let's have Flores kill it here for two years and then go get a great job. Yeah, let, like he I, could I go be like the new Patriots here coach. for just a little. How about that? Yeah. I mean, that would be we, justice. Bill Belichick might be on his way out, yeah. so that could be perfect for him. Um, so I just think that like I'm a little worried about where we're going to be headed this summer with Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people are already throwing around sign him to a five year deal. Da, 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 da. You haven't heard that. I, I have. I and the radio is ablaze with people being like, "We're a better team without Kirk Cousins." Oh, let's get no, it straight. No, we're not no, a better no. team without Kirk Cousins. No, we're not. The offense is pretty up and down. His running is a total a, a difference maker. In it our is offense. nice. It is really nice, especially when. You know, we don't have these scripted plays as much. You know, we just doesn't yeah. know the offense as much. So for him to be able to improvise and run is awesome. And a running quarterback, like picking up first downs, blows our minds because we don't really we, have that at all. We never had that really. The only guys who could really run. T-Jack, of, baby. Remember T-Jack? Kind of T-Jack, kind of Joe Webb. Joe Webb could run, but he couldn't pass. Mm. Um, I don't know. Joe Webb was else. a likable Go, guy, though. Culpepper could move a little bit. You know, like yeah. there's a couple guys. But mostly we've had some big, huge statue guys in the pocket. Yeah. And they I stand think, there. They move around a little bit. Yeah. And I think like it's refreshing to watch someone who can move around so well. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. I just, I know where they we're headed with this. Yeah. I know the fans are going to fall in love. And I wouldn't mind having him back. But what I want him to come back for is a lot less than I think Josh Dobbs is thinking. Yeah. Like if he came back as high-end backup money. And we drafted a guy to to pair with him, you know, like we drafted one of the first round quarterbacks and we let Dobbs kind of go into the season as the starter until mm-hmm. the other guy could take the job. I'd be OK with that. that OK, would, I would be I would be pleased with that as a decision. And then he's our backup. He would eventually be maybe or he starts the year as your point. starter yeah. and then he kind of moves into that backup role. That would be great. But I just I don't know. He was he was pretty average yesterday. Well, you already decided that we were going to. Sign Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I do think that that's... So in that case, we probably wouldn't have no, both. I think you'll get one or the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I will say also that the first half was incredible. Our offense and defense was just insane in the first so half. So much fun. And then the second half, we I think... We truly did go up just enough that we couldn't lose, but we sure tried. I think that losing Akers and Madison is really damaging. Yeah. Because they're your, they're, the reason they play so much is because they're reliable in pass protection. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are very good players, but they... Running backs, yeah. Yeah, they're both like below average guys, but they both are trustworthy in the passing game. Okay. And I think that like everyone who's demanding more Chandler and, and you know, Wang Wu, like, I don't think those dudes can hold up in pass protection. Yeah. And I think that that's a big liability. And that's why, like, that's why the NFL is just littered with, like, old running backs who you're like, how does Latavius Murray still, pl- you know, play for a team? It's like they can trust him in the passing game. Yeah. They know he can run for three yards if he needs to. some value every snap. And he can just stand up in the passing game and protect the quarterback, and he does, he makes the right block, and he 
always goes to the right spots, and he knows how to protect the quarterback. And if you can do that, then there's a 12-year career for you. Hey, there you go. Um, and then uh, we have the Broncos next. So, Yep, watching them right now. Sunday Night they Football. They look bad. I don't know. Sunday Night Football will be fun. Okay. And they're not going to unflex us at this point? because <laughs> They said they're not, actually. You know, I'm like, well, I mean, Dobbs they? is a pretty fun story at this point, so they'll probably keep it going. Um, but, yeah, I mean, dude, two weeks in a row for the Broncos to be in primetime and they're a really garbage team is kind of bad for the fans. I got to find this thing I saw today from uh, Mina, Mina Kimes. Oh, yeah? Um, she said she's great. If you don't know her, she's amazing. Good she's follow. a ESPN NFL person. Okay. She's really good. Probably one of the best in, in the business. She said, TJ Hawkinson was unreal yesterday. One of the best individual performances by a pass catcher all season, in my wow. opinion. Wow. And someone named Luke the Duke 21 said... Oh, that's my cousin. <laughs> said, really loving the transformation into a Vikings fan this season. And she said, America's team, to be quite honest. Hey! Oh, now we really like her. Yeah. Give her one more shout out for that. <laughs> Mina Kime, she's Mina the Kime. best. Everyone should be following Mina Kime. She's amazing. Time like time. And, like, yeah. <laughs> I, it's the truth, though. I think that this Dobbs story is really fun for people. People obviously love Jefferson. He'll, he should be back next week. That'll be fun. Um, Addison, Hawkinson, the team's fun on offense. And I, I don't know. Like, it's pretty hard to hate the Vikings. Yeah. They never won a Super Bowl. Like, what's there to hate? It's like it, hating the Bills. Like, what do you hate the Bills for? They've never I don't won hate anything. the Bills. They're our sister squad. Yeah. We both are, like, the, friends the in AFC. misery. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, that's I like that. You know, and, and why shouldn't we be? Until we are... We've won like three Super Bowls in six years. Then people can start hating us. Yeah. Until then, give us some credit, dude. We're just trying out here, okay? Yeah, we are. We're just trying out here. So All what right. do you think the score is going to be? Why don't you do um, a little prediction? I think it's going to be a kind of a I, – I keep predicting this with them. and uh, one, You keep predicting losses, which is probably smart. I I think – no, I picked us to win this week. Okay. Um, I think that we are going to – I think we're going to win the game in Denver and the score is going to be 20 to 17 and oh. Dobbs is going to lead them to a game-winning field goal drive. Okay. It's going to be 17-17 late and the Dobbs um story continues. Dobbs story continues. Okay. I think he's going to throw for three touchdowns and run for one. It's going to be a high-scoring game, absolutely electric Sunday night football. Um I think it's going to be 36 to 21 blowout 36 to 21 yeah okay like high that. powered offense dude we're coming in okay a lot of throwing because we don't really have anybody to run anymore okay all right uh next thing up okay this is huge yeah timberwolves are contenders i guess i mean they are uh, yeah they're contenders. it's hard to remove myself from the fandom and take a step back and actually appreciate how consistently they're playing. We've had, you know, flashes of brilliance over the years, two games, three games in a row, maybe. This is now a more, you know, an eighth of the way through the season, and we look fucking great. We look, we beat all the best teams. We beat Boston. We beat the Nuggets. They're the two best teams. Does that make us the third best team, or does that, I don't know. Um, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting times to be a, a Timberwolves fan. Or even a casual. We'll welcome you. Anybody, anybody is welcome on the bandwagon. 
I will not judge you if you've never been to a game or watched a game. If you want to get involved, you're in. Okay, this was from a guy from ESPN. Okay? Yeah. Tim McMahon covers okay. basketball for, for ESPN. He said, was talking to some scouts before last night's game. One of them said about Anthony Edwards that he's the next Michael Jordan. Okay. He's coming for Giannis's crown as the best two-way superstar. I love that. Yeah. Um, another one. Uh, That's... Michael Jordan and versus Anthony Edwards stats at age 22. Jordan, 28.7 points, Ant, 28.4. Rebounds, Jordan, 6.6, Ant, 6.2. Assists, 6.3 to 5.4. 50% field goal percentage to 49 field court field goal percentage. Jordan shot 19% from three, Ant, 36. And yeah. both of, both of them shoot difference. 84% from the free throw line. <laughs> <laughs> so he's better. I mean, Jordan edged him by a little bit in a couple categories, but he has a three-point shot. He's D-Wade with a three-point shot now. I think that literally the... I think Edwards is about to be one of the five best players in the league. I think this guy is a phenom. I think I would trade... The only player in the league I would trade him for is... I probably would trade him for Wemby, and that's it. Really? Mm -hmm. So we could have Giannis right now? I think I'd rather have Ant. He's he's six years Luka. younger. Luca is only twenty five. Luca is like two years older. I'd probably rather have Ant, but it's close. I mean, yeah. they're in the fact that I'm I'm putting him in the same category as Jokic and Giannis it's and Luca. Amazing. I mean, he he's not as good as those guys are yet, but he also is twenty two years old. He's yeah. Um, I think that this dude is the sky is the limit, yeah. and he's such a competitor, such a great teammate. Great the only attitude, thing I would say is like, loves Minnesota, says all the right things. I would say, though, that like the only thing, I'm not trying to dump water on our, our uh, parade here, but I will okay. say the pressure metaphor. is... Yeah, that's not... Is that rain? You just rain, rain on the parade. Rain on the parade. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. You're right. Don't want to rain on the <laughs> it's parade. your God, you know, like, okay. <laughs> um, I, I just, I I think the pressure is on the Wolves. Yeah, to contend, of course. To contend, like... This, this year, year and, and next, next year. year. Absolutely. And yep. I, I think if they're not contending for a title... Well, we have no picks. They win all in without even really trying. It's like an well, we accidental all-in window. Yeah, okay. They have a first every other year. There right. would be a low pick. you know. And like I just I think that I think that they have to contend this year and next year. I'm not saying they have to win a title or even get to a finals, but they have to be like... Make, they have to make in, progress, which we've made the playoffs Western, a couple years in a row. They need to make the Western Conference Finals in the next two years. Mm-hmm. And they need to show Ant that like, hey, we know you're not going to be in Minnesota your whole career probably because this is the NBA and we yeah. understand how it works. And once but, you reach a certain level, but, you will just get courted to but go... spend 10 years LeBron here. will like call you. The and goal is to spend okay. 10 years here. If we could get him till he's 30... That be that would be the biggest win we could have. Oh, that He's would 22. be amazing. Yeah. Uh, that'd be more than ten years. What is he in his third year, fourth year? I mean, late twenties. If you could get year. ten seasons with Anthony Edwards in Minnesota, that would be kind of like the Giannis path. I think Giannis will eventually leave Milwaukee, but he just resigned. But he did resign. Yeah. He's got this big deal there. He's going to play there for the kind of the young prime, and then the late part of his prime, he'll probably spend somewhere else. And that's okay for me. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I understand how markets work in the NBA. And so having the ability to have stars like Ant is a treasure. And the longer that we can go with him on this roster, the better. So I think the pressure is big time on the team to compete right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And I think Ant and Jaden have elevated us 
into a place where I, th- I think we're ready to do that because we don't look overmatched by anyone. Nope. No one can shoot threes against us. In five of our nine games, teams have shot under 30% on three. For the season, and they're, they're averaging like 31. 35% from the field, dude. They're shooting like, 50% from the field, but that's low. Yeah, that's low. We're, I mean, yeah, we're absolutely shutting their best player down. Um, Jaden, Ant, and Rudy, and Connolly is just, they're just menaces out there. And then Towns not a great defender, but Towns is big. So it's just a really big. He takes some some space on defense, like you know, a really big long team. He blocks shots sometimes. Yeah, I I think that this team he gets rebounds. I'm not going to trash Towns at all in this episode. We've I don't that think we pass. should. We did last week. Yep. Right, because they because he was a total no show. He was to much Boston. better this week. And you know what? The funny thing is, is that like that game felt so big because we wanted to prove that we were real at the time, yeah. and now we feel like we're real. But this game was way more important. Beating. He showed up. He played a perfect game against the Warriors. Yeah, and that that game is way more important than beating any team on the East. And then uh, who do we have next? The Warriors again. The Warriors again on Tuesday on the road again. Um, which is which is fun, and I hope we beat them again because that will just further separate us. I think we're we're three right now. Yeah, in the West, and they're four. So let's keep pushing that distance. I don't think we're three. Who's ahead of us? Um, I think we're two or one. Like we're no, we're way up no there. Nuggets. I think we have the most wins in the NBA. No, the, no. Go look it up while I'm talking. The Nuggets are ahead of us, and so is who is it? The Mavericks. The Mavericks. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're both eight and two, and we're seven and two. You're okay. Right. Yep. 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 They're see both ya. playing great, but you know what? We're right there with them, and I can't wait to play them and see who wins. <laughs> like, let's go. This team is. Winning Jokic is nobody can shut down Jokic ever. He just is the most boring player ever, and he always gets his shots off. And you know that's fine. Got to stop everybody else, and you can win. I think that if you would have asked me a year ago, which team had the best chance to the worst chance of winning a title soonest, Mm -hmm. I think the Wolves would have finished third or maybe fourth for me out of the four that I was going to do in Minnesota. Wait, a year ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Probably. it just it's insanely hard to win a title in the NBA anyways. It's like the same three teams winning all the time. I now think they by far have the best chance of the four oh, teams. It, for the like next couple of years. Like oh. if you were looked at like 10 years, I would still say the Vikings. I would still say the Wild. Yeah. Um, but just right, because it's oh. easier in those leagues and there's a bigger variety of teams that get there. Um, but for the short term, dude, the... There's one real contender in this state, and it seems to be the Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, I think the Wolves are the real deal, and they're doing it the right way. Like this isn't a team who's just out there scoring on everybody. Yeah, they're not even. They're not winning good. by like two at the last second because they put up one thirty and their opponent put up one twenty eight. No, they're, they're beating teams we're handily. Even, we're not even efficient on offense. Right no, now. our no. offense has been just okay. Middle of the road, middle offense. of the pack offense. Number I mean, one defense. A, like some nice variety, and it's you know really good playmaking, which is great. We yeah. love that. Um, you know, good assists. So it's not like horrible. We're just not that efficient with our shooting yet. Um, but our defense is so locked up that it doesn't doesn't matter. We're still going to beat most teams that way. I'm I'm really pleased with this. This team is. I think we were a year early last year when mm-hmm. we both had them winning like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but of games. you know what? I will say that like we felt really stupid last year. But if they do that this year, we can just say, "Oh, we were just a year early." I don't even remember how many wins I said. It was a lot. 
Yeah, and I said, and then I said something that you thought was yeah. so real, like yeah. negative. Yeah, you made me, you convinced me yeah. to be like, give them like five more wins, and then they didn't I did, get there. I, did. I was like, right. On. I was way. I was like, too... what? How could you say that? You're gonna, you mean they're only gonna win one more game than last year? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I know. And then yeah, it was yeah. pretty much what they did. Yeah. <laughs> and then this year, it's but, like you know, Towns is out half the fucking year, and you know, these young players hadn't made that jump. I mean, Jaden's jump is is we're seeing it right now, and it's so exciting. He's I think and he's Ant the is early, better than ever, and he keeps getting better every single game. now. Jaden is the early front runner for defensive player of the year, and Ant is I mean right and now. And Rudy is too, though. Rudy is going to be a contender for defensive player of the year. I think Ant is right now a top five MVP candidate. Is probably what I would say. I mean, <laughs> he's been that level good. So. Oh yeah, and yeah. doing it both ways, right? I mean, he's not really like he's not as long as mcdaniels and he's not as attuned you know like mcdaniels just always is really good at anticipating a pass he's in the right spot he switches the, like he gets over screens like perfectly i think uh, it's the two of them though like combined but it, on defense, the effort like, yeah the and, effort and, like, of their both ability of them. to like to, to help and jump things mm-hmm. together and ant's athleticism yes. makes him so scary on defense and so yeah i don't know i'm really pleased about this i can't wait at this point i fear no one i want i want all the big teams well like i said okay we beat the Nuggets. We beat the Celtics. I want to. I want to play the Mavs. I want to play everybody. We beat the Warriors, the Nuggets, and the Celtics. Right? We've played a tough schedule. Yeah, and we've whooped everyone's butt so far for the most part. Yeah, this is fun. It is really fun, dude. I'm so excited. Six about in a it. row. Hey, like I said, dude. Welcome, welcome to the wagon. Let's go, everybody. All right. Um, not all good news. Not all news is good news. Right. The the Wild are bad. Like actively bad they're like really they got beat what did they get beat by fucking eight to three or something yeah they're they're like downright bad on the weekend they gave up like five i think they gave up five um power play goals oh my god like their special teams is a complete disaster like disaster they they're the worst team um on the penalty kill in the league by a lot Mm -hmm. they're i think one of the worst if not the worst team on the power play and the scary thing is that Kaprizov has been bad. Yeah, he disappeared. All year. He's been bad all year. Why? Is he hurt? Or is just like the team can't figure it out? I don't know. You'd think that like... They've got to be panicking. Yes. I mean, I, I would say that Kaprizov went from Anthony Edwards, Justin Jefferson level, Royce Lewis level, cornerstones. He, he was our guy. He was our young, super exciting talent on that team. I would say that he went from one of those cornerstones, can't trade, he's our guy kind of players, mm-hmm. to if they go, if we go too far off the rails, he, I, I wouldn't be shocked if his name was thrown around. I'm not saying he'll get traded, but if he was, there was whispers about him at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's like stinking. What the hell's going on? He's super inefficient. He can't stop turning the puck over. Mm-hmm. And they keep trying to switch who plays with him, but like he is a mess out there. He ha- He's like struggling to control the puck. He's struggling with his shooting percentage, everything. Like he's he's been bad. Okay. That's a- and really so that sad. That is I mean, alarming to me. Any young players that are kicking ass, though? Marco like, Rossi's been yeah. good. Brock Faber's been pretty good. That's kind of fun. There's some nice pieces, but like, but like nothing that's supposed to be this prodigy that he was maybe he'll figure it out maybe he's just really thrives on good vibes this team he's powered up on good guys, vibes and there's no vibes is right bad now. yeah and it is it's just like the wild though to be really bad and then like 
oh, suddenly they've won eight of ten yeah. and they're fifth place in the West. You know, like they'll probably do that at some point, but like I don't know. I, I almost I almost hope they don't. I think that like having a a year or two of bad hockey followed by infinity cap space in a place that it's a small market in a lot of sports, but Minnesota is a pretty big market hockey team. Sure. Like this is a place. This is a destination. This is it's a bunch a, of a Nordics really, and Russian fuckers. They like the cold. This is a big hockey market with a great fan base, with a great stadium, with a great ownership group, with great coaches, with great, everything's great, great colors, this. great jerseys, oh, great name. No, it's all <laughs> bad, but everything else is really good. And so to me, I, I almost think that, I would almost prefer that this was kind of a little dip and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then they just to get us through like whatever and then the dark days, the dark days, all the bad, the bad cap situation. And then boom, everything opens up. The sun is always brightest after the dawn. You know what? Let's not worry about it. I think we're th- we're on the same we, page. We, we, everyone knows what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. is like, what was that movie again? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? What movie was that in? Was that in a Batman Dark movie? Dark Knight Rises? One of Maybe. them. One of those. It was in Batman something. Yeah. And then also, um, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> we love that one, don't we? <laughs> That's what Ant needs to look in the mirror and tell himself. So, yeah, I am concerned about the wild this year i they are taking they are taking losses like only the sharks do Mm. um the sharks uh did you see uh, that they they got their first win but before that they were the first team in like a really like a crazy amount of years to give up 10 goals in back-to-back games no way yeah or is it are they still in san jose yeah (laughs) <laughs> like back-to-back games they gave up 10 they have no goals. business even trying to play hockey in san jose so i don't feel bad the at all nhl we've talked about this too many times yeah. guys but like the nhl's try expansion to cities like the nfl and the nba and baseball were never like one who needs a team san jose yeah <laughs> but the, the nhl was like Guys, I think there's a gold mine in san jose it's of hockey fans untapped <laughs> <laughs> what the only league that like they've they, never seen ice. They have a team that has a three thousand seat stadium. Like it's just absurd. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, that's uh, so okay. So you're saying we're better than that? So that's good. Yeah, we are. So, um, and then the other thing that is not going well: go for football. I'm done with PJ Fleck. <sighs> yeah, I mean that sucked to, to lose over, to a team Purdue that had guy. won two games um, all year. And then we were the the underdogs, and we're like, "Well, what the hell? That's not fair!" And then we get blown out, and it's like, "Oh, yeah, no, that was right. Yeah, they knew we sucked." Um, so that was pretty disappointing because we did. Who did he beat? Iowa, and so that felt good. Yeah, even though you know that's not that special. Um, other than that, I mean, it's just been a, a it's trash year. It's yeah. just everything's bad, and now we have we're five. Are we five and five with two games left? We yeah. have Ohio State. And, and you got to get six to get bowl eligible. And Wisconsin. So we're going to lose badly to Ohio State. We're going to get humiliated to the number one team in the country. They're going to yep. beat the shit out of us. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to play Wisconsin with a bowl on the line, maybe for both teams. Oh. Oh, that's Was that is that here or there, do you think? They go every uh, other, so. I don't know. I think it's here. I hope it's I hope it's there. I'm not going to go to. I'm done with I'm not flight. going again because I went to that game where it was like, 
on the line and they got whomped. I'm over. I'm so over it with Fleck, and it's not. It's not that I'm upset about row the boat or I'm upset about how he acts, or no. he dresses, or he runs and jumps into the players' arms in the locker room, makes everything about himself. I don't even care <laughs> about that stuff. I just care that. We have never we had one year of a good quarterback at the very beginning of his time here, and ever since then we've had bad quarterback play every year. And I just don't know if there's another team the size of the Gophers who've had as bad of quarterback play as the Gophers have in that time period. Yeah, I don't think there is. Like everybody else has at least had someone good or someone promising. Like we've had nothing, and he has just staked his reputation on the most average quarterbacks. And he doesn't seem to like have backup plans. Like the why don't you recruit a few different exists? The yeah. transfer portal exists. You could go out and get a big name guy who has fallen off at a massive program. You could go out and get the number two guy from Alabama at any point in time. I'm not saying they're going to choose Minnesota every time, but like there are guys every year in the transfer portal that are looking for big 10 jobs and big power five jobs and would love to come to the Gophers who have been a factory of, of uh, running backs, receivers and offensive linemen for yeah. the most part. And we have no one who we can go get because we every year we just hitch our wagon to the most average person that Flex sees. So to me, that is directly on him. Yeah, I am very tired of him at this point. Okay, I don't. I hot seat. Hottest. I I I don't think it's hottest because I don't think they're gonna fire him. But I think it should be hot. Right. I think his seat should be hot right now. They're firing out there like Jimbo Fisher and shit. I, we can I do fire Fleck and, and look for something better. And the problem is, is like it's just trade straight man, up. What a brutal uh, thing college football is with their coach, college I sports know. and their coaches. They're like to fire him. He's got a 21 year contract extension. So it's going to cost 18 yeah. million dollars. No, to- it's going to cost like 50 million dollars. Jimbo Fisher, their payout yeah. for him is over 75 million. Uh, and they still fired him. And that's just a that's a a state college. Yeah, that's it's like, like taxpayers' dang, money uh, <laughs> and like that's like donor money. And that's like, like they could give that to scholarships instead. They're giving it to Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, because you realize that the SEC not is not uh, is s- sports subsidized by school. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah. it is. And I tell you it, what. In Minnesota, it's very much school, school, school. Yeah, and that's, and that's fine. kind of boring, but that's, that's the case. It's yeah. better than the SEC, which is like not even school. It's, it's, it's fake, like yeah. it's like charge kids an arm and a leg and put them in debt for life so we can fire Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> 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 like it's just wrong. So, guys, I'm I will get on and bang my drum all day long. College sports are the most overrated thing ever. Super average college sports. Everyone pretends to like college sports more than they do. Um. So yeah. No, you're right. Average. There's no way any person in Minnesota is excited about Gopher basketball. Well, not right now. I wouldn't talk about. Gopher there are basketball. years that people get really hyped about college. Like not in years, not in a long time, but it does happen. If we have a really promising team halfway through the year, a lot of people are paying attention. But they've just been bad, bad, and so really all of our you know Gopher sports have been. Nothing is standing out. We can't even win in volleyball anymore, and that was our thing. Women's volleyball was what we had for a while. Yeah, we aren't good at anything. No. Gopher sports are rough. 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 Sucks. Have been for a long time, too. How about those uh, about those Vikings, though? 
Hey, we have the Vikings <laughs> and about. we have the Vikings and the Wolves right now. So I know. I'm, so I'm the, trying to the, spin and, it back positive. And the, and the t- Twins had a very surprising season as well. They so. had a fun season as well. Yes, and let's hope they build on that. There's mostly good things to talk about in our exactly. sports. So. All right. Finally, we have to end it with uh, some talk about the Premier League here. Yes, we haven't talked about the Premier League in a fun few year. Weeks. Fun I year. Think so far, some real parity this year. I think so far things are competitive. I don't know that they'll stay that way, but. Everyone has just held City close enough that everyone's in striking distance. They're one yep. point up on Liverpool and Arsenal. So City is is now in first, by in one first place by one point because Tottenham is now in fourth. Yeah. So they, they lost a couple and dropped down. Yeah. So I, I feel like between those four teams, any of us could win the title. Not Tottenham. Well, they've had no injuries this year, and now two of their superstar players are out until January. Oh, they're gonna I fall see. Apart here. Okay, okay. Well, they're I didn't know very, that. They're not very deep. So James who's, Madison, who's five? Who's five? Newcastle? Newca- uh, no, number five is Aston Villa. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the team I had on here to talk about. I think Aston okay. Villa. Let's go. Has, Tell me about them. Um, they are this year's Brighton. Mm-hmm. They are going to push for a Champions League spot. They are. Do we get five these days? It's going to be five next year. Fuck yeah. It's going up to five next year. Wait, next year though, not this year. Only four teams will make it. Four are in it right now, but after the season, okay. five will go in. So, so five Everyone's from fighting this for those year. top five now. That's exciting. And Aston Villa is firmly in that conversation. They have, I think, like one of the two or three best records in the whole league since like January 1st. Um, so they've been consistently one of the best teams yeah they're coached by unai emery the former arsenal coach yeah that's a name i know and he is doing a hell of a job with this team they are constantly signing like smart people in the market every time um like they signed uh, uh musa diaby the winger um from brucia Mönchengladbach. no from bear leverkusen okay last year um and that was a signing that a lot of the teams in the premier league were kind of aligned with and then last second everyone kind of dropped out he ends up going to Aston Villa everyone's like wow can't believe they got him it's been a lot of that with them Mm -hmm. where they just kind of end up with some of these guys where you're like oh I thought he'd end up at a bigger team yeah it's like Villa is kind of like slowly kind of like move themselves into kind of trying to push to be one of those top teams and so Uh, do they have the money that the rest of these teams do all these teams have money they're, well, they're all rich as fuck. They're all rich. Okay. They're all so it's not really going to hold them back. I, I mean, think at this point, the, the biggest thing is like financial fair play is kind of a scam and it's not totally fair. But yeah. the one thing I'll say is that um, with financial fair play, it doesn't allow you to go from a small payroll to a big payroll that quickly. Mm-hmm. That's Because it has kind of, to be shown in the money you spend or something has to be like documented in sales and stuff like that yeah. it has to just sort of come from the team yeah it has to come from the team you can't you can only spend a certain a part of your revenue mm-hmm. you can like there's a lot of financial rules because what they don't want is teams to just say we're going for it and then they throw all of their money in and then they go bankrupt or something mm-hmm. you know like they don't want people just to be recklessly spend so there's a bunch of rules to try to kind of slow progress and so some of these really really rich teams have probably more money than they can even spend mm-hmm. and so I think that at this point, like the Premier League is so much beyond every other. They're so far beyond every other league in the world. Where I'm not Thanks saying to that, America, yeah, and our deals, TV deals, hell yeah, those the TV deals, yeah, with the U.S. is huge. And then obviously money coming from America, coming from the Middle East, mm-hmm. and I mean it's just it's a huge league. Like there was all that talk of the Super League. I'm sorry, the Premier League is not too far off of the Super League at this right, point. Right. The 20th 
richest team in the Premier League is richer than probably 80% of the teams in every other league. Yeah, they're that's just, a lot of big teams. They're spending a ton of money at this point. So, yeah, I, I think that... Um, do you want to share a prediction for top four, like now, like a mid-season deal? Or, um, like, what would you guess, just off the top? If I had to guess right now, I would still guess City? City win. I mean, I honestly believe, if I wasn't being biased and I was just... Because Arsenal has a great chance. Yeah, and so, and, I think that this year it's going to finish um, one City, two Arsenal, three Liverpool. And I okay. I truly, in my heart, believe that and that's... And four Tottenham or... Whatever uh, I probably say, Tottenham at four, yeah, yeah. and then I'll, Chelsea, man, Chelsea might they're come in tenth. I mean, they're <laughs> way down, but yeah, I, I, I truly, in my heart, think that that's the order of the best teams right now. Okay, I yeah. think that, and yeah, I, think, I, I don't think. I mean, Liverpool has had way better teams than they have right now. Yeah, for sure. Of course, there's this is a year where there isn't a absolutely dominant juggernaut in City. I think which they is are. no fun because, dude, the teams that we've had fielded in the past few years would be running away. I don't think it. so. I think City is unreal good, and I think it shows you how good the rest of the league is. Oh, you think that they're catching up? I do. Oh, I think that I, like I think that. these I mean, teams are cool. all kind of catching up to City, and I think City is is really they're the best team in the world. They proved it last year. They mm-hmm. won the Champions League and the league. They won three titles in the same year. I mean, they kicked almost everybody's ass last year. I think they're by far the best team in the world, and I think that if I had to say who the best teams in the world were right now. I would probably say the best team in the world is City. The second best is Real Madrid. The third best is Arsenal. The fourth best is Liverpool. The fifth best is like Barcelona. And the sixth best is Bayern Munich, maybe. Yeah. And then it's like and then United, it's a bunch Liverpool, of Premier- Chelsea, yeah, yeah. Spurs, you know, like the rest of the Premier League. I yeah. kind of think like, I think that the difference is just that some of these top teams in the Premier League are also really good. Yeah. And I think like in the Champions League, you're going to see that the PL teams. I know that Newcastle's struggling a bit, but like I think I think Arsenal is gonna go deep. I think City's gonna go deep. I think like in a lot of these European contests you're gonna yeah. get these teams. Well doing City really won well. it last year. And yeah, yeah I mean they're like, insane. Yeah. They don't even have, they haven't even had, they haven't even had Kevin De Bruyne yet, like the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he existed. He hasn't even played all yeah. year. He's yeah. been hurt all year. Like it just doesn't even matter. Yeah. They're just they're they're so loaded. God so. damn it. Um, and then the other big thing is um, the game this weekend. Wow, City versus Chelsea. Mm-hmm. He, what a war! Back and forth, four to four. So this is, fun. This is so, so much fun. this is so the late fun. Goal, later goals. I mean, it was a sick. late goal for City to win it. I thought, and then a late yeah. penalty from Chelsea to tie it in extra time. This game had all the drama. This game had sketchy calls, great goals, dodgy defending. Like <laughs> this was this was really fun. This was the best of the Premier League. And Sin, like Chelsea for whatever reason seems to step up and get their shit together and play really hard against like really good teams and then they lose to whomever. But Yeah, oh for sure. As if you guys remember, I don't know you guys if you remember this guy, but we used to have this guy on our podcast named Ryan Barter. Oh, who I miss him. Every my day. favorite thing to do is just give him shit about Chelsea. You do. You it's pretty yeah, much my pretty favorite much thing to like do. Like relentless about it. And uh yeah, I I said this week it's really funny that Chelsea somehow uh has talked the whole world into thinking that they are this little engine that could but they have spent the most money and they have the most expensive team in the world. Mm-hmm. They would be like, um, it would. Be, it's like, like if Alabama. Yankees. It's like if Alabama football 
has a bad year and they finished like sixth in the SEC. And everyone's like, how are they supposed to win? They have a bunch of freshmen. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, they got all the best freshmen. Like, there's no excuses. <laughs> yeah. Like, you you better be good. Like, you get to a level where you just have to be good. And so I think I think that that is who they are. But this was this was exactly what it should have been. These were the two most expensive teams in the world playing against each other. And Chelsea stepped up and... Showed, I Thank guess God. That maybe that We're money. Very maybe that, grateful. Oh, I was happy with the result. We were cheering second week in a row because they played Tottenham the week yeah. before. Yeah, I think they drew there too. Well, right? they won. Oh, they won. Yeah, Tottenham got two red cards. Yeah, <laughs> and then almost yeah. won. Yeah. So yeah, dude, we're 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 grateful. I think that at this point we can. Well, I guess we're gonna wait. Who wait? Who? What's the big match coming up? Liverpool. It, so this this weekend they're off with another international yeah. break, and then after the international that. break we have. Liverpool versus City, okay. which is a huge matchup. One Not versus two. Very important for you as well, obviously. Oh, either way, fan. it's good. Yeah. There's good no shit. bad result for Arsenal. They're just right. like, well, either Liverpool City or both drop points. Yep. yep. Can't wait. Um, yeah, so it's fun. Tune into that. We've been pushing the Premier League for a long time. I think at this point, it's it's in the conversation as the world's best league, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I truly do. I think that they do a great job with all of it, other than maybe like... Uh, VAR. VAR, which is pretty sketchy, mm, but yeah, it's it is what it is at this point. And then they just I, need to lean more into VAR. They're they're not going all the way, and they need cameras down every line. They need a tracker in the ball. Yes. Like it's not that hard to just like the, make the it other actually thing is, work. Is like they need to have some like the rules are so much up for interpretation mm-hmm. that like every single time they call a penalty there's been 200 examples of how it wasn't a penalty. Right. And so it's and then just you like, can find 200 examples where it was. Yeah. And I think that's part of the game. I'm is, okay with them using the judgment there. I don't love like the penalties, man. It's tough. It's like, it's like in any sport, any sport think, where there's okay. like more contact or is that enough? Is that okay? Contact. I think that's a judgment. I, call. I, have, I have a good idea with the it. offside stuff is, is harder because that's like, you that's can just, just look, freeze it and yeah. prove it. And, and so I don't know why they can't figure that out. So here's here's my take on this. Here's what they should do. They should give more penalties, but they should move the penalty spot back quite a bit. Oh, so make it more like a 75% chance at a 92% I think chance? it's a 50-50 chance, wherever that is. Okay. Like you have a guy who's good at it, but like they're a ways away. Yeah. And okay. Like, and like they just they're like, hey, you pulled, you grabbed. Because it, it really is. It does feel like a formality. I mean, it's a pretty it's, big deal if you get a stop. It's so damning to get a, a penalty. It's 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 essentially it should be a goal unless something goes totally wrong. And so you're giving it's ninety percent. And 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 almost all of them are controversial. Almost all. Sure. Of them. Like like they're always like, uh, did he pull his jersey or didn't he? Yeah. And then every and you can replay it a hundred times and be like, and then every just single fan, and know. then every fan is like, well, last week the same thing happened to our team and we didn't get a penalty. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just like I think that the the companies, like the media companies, really like this because I think they <laughs> yeah. love people arguing and fighting about this, and so I think it's here to stay. I think that the drama and the the you know people getting their feelings hurt is isn't going anywhere. I'm here for it. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have on this week's episode of the Nordies Podcast. Tune into our screencast. We have amazing things to talk about on there. Until then, thanks for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast. 